everyone. want to make sure yeah want to make sure you can hear me hello everyone how are you guys doing on tonight this is your sis Mikey and I'm at absolutely always excited to be on here um to be um actually going live um i love what i do um i hope you guys had a great day i hope your day was filled with so much love and laughter i hope that it was filled with grace and mercy um my day has been very good um grateful always grateful um and you know how we do it. We're going to get on here and do what we come on here to do. Um, and that's it. So today um, we have declarations. Uh, we talk, uh, you know, how we get on here and we do our declarations. And it says that I declare that I will always walk in integrity and do what is right and speak the truth in love. I declare that I will stay connected to God so that my results will always be love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I declare that I will open my heart so that Christ can abide in me and I in him. I declare that Jesus is the true vine and I cannot do nothing without him those are our declarations on tonight um we're gonna go straight to our topic which is um the fruit is the evidence uh, we're living in times now that you know we've been living in times but even more now so we're living in times where we just need evidence we can't take people word <laughs> um we're not living we just can't take people word and so I don't know about you, but constantly in my life, I have always given people the benefit of doubt, right? And that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. You just want to believe the good in people. But as I evaluate certain things, that in itself is not enough. Yes, I want to give you the benefit of doubt, but at the end of the day, there must be some fruit there. I've seen um, in my own life where I didn't look for fruit in other people's lives. And then see fruit in just in them, period. And I trusted them anyway. How I'm going to trust somebody with the fullness of who I am and they don't have no evidence of being who they are. People like to tell you that, hey, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, but there is no fruit of it. Uh, people like to say that I'm a preacher, I, I, I have your best interest in the heart, but there is no fruit of that. People will tell you that I'm your best friend ever. I'm the best. When you say best, me and my friend talked about this today when people say that you're the best best friend that means that you're the best out of all the people that surrounding them and and you've been considered the best but still and yet there is no fruit that you 
that they consider you the best friend. And not only do we look for fruit in other people's lives, but there should be evidence of fruit in our life. If you want to know anything about people in general, the evidence is in the fruit. It's in the fruit. And today, I'm strictly Bible today. Um, I do have some little things that, you know, of course, but I'm strictly on the Bible. And I think it's important that we get God's word because, like I said, we're living in a time where we can't just take people's word. If you're a prophet, then there should be there should be fruit from your from, from you prophesying. Um, if 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 you um, if you're anything. If you're a mother, a father, there should be fruit from your lives. And so let me start out by talking about bearing fruit. Bearing fruit means that I am yielding results that has favorable outcome. That's what bearing fruit means. And, and as we look for evidence of the fruit, we should see favorable outcomes. If you're saying that you such and such and such and everything that you burn is not producing favorable results, then most likely you're not bearing fruit at all or you bearing bad fruit. Listen, we can't we 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 cannot live on people's words alone. We can't. We can't. We're, people are not who they say they are. And so we have to look at the evidence. Um bearing fruit means an outward action that results from the inward condition of a person's heart. When we talk about fruit, fruit just not something that just comes from my head. But fruit is connected to your heart. It's the core of who you are. It's your integrity. It's your character. It's who people see you are. See, see you as in action, not with your words, but what they have experienced from you. A lot of people don't get it that, yes, you keep telling me that you this and that. But I'm looking at your fruit. I'm looking what you buried in our friendship, our relationship, in our church, in our marriage. And the fruit that is showing in your life is not evident that it's good fruit. And so when I look at a person now, I'm just wait. Listen, some of us just way too old to be taking people word. And that's it. Like, I can't afford to waste any more years because I've wasted years with people that was saying that they were such a good person and all i got from them is rotten fruit you're talking about two different categories you're talking about the good and the bad there will always be a good and there will always be a bad there will be a good and evil there will always be like that it will be truth and false it will always be like that and so we're living in a time where we've been living in a time because the bible was written thousands and thousands years ago and Jesus is literally in the scripture telling us about the evidence. And so we have to consider people's attitudes, their actions, their word, their perspective, and their heart. And one of the things that I wrote down says, as we, as we have fellowship with Christ, all the things that I just said, the attitude, the actions, the word, the perspective will change through the Holy Spirit. And so we can't live out. We can't leave out the Holy Spirit. We need Jesus word. We need the Holy Spirit. Why? Because that's the comforter that Jesus left with us to guide us into all truth, to reveal all truth. And so the Holy Spirit is what abides in us to produce fruit. And what happens is that people say they have the Holy Spirit, but they don't have the evidence. And I ain't talking about this speaking in tongues. That, that, 
the Bible said, if you have, if you don't have charity, don't not, there's nothing greater than charity. That word charity means love. So what we try to do, we try to use gifts as fruit. No, no, that's not fruit. The Bible is clear about what the fruit of the spirit is. It's clear. And we're going to talk about it too. When our heart changes, our fruit changes. So if you want to bear good fruit, then your heart have to change. And, and the Bible speak clearly about the fruit and, and it comes from my heart, right? It speak clearly about that. And people think that people can't see that your heart is rotten. Yes, I can by your fruit. I can tell who you are by your fruit. And let me tell you, no one can bear fruit, but nobody bear fruit by itself. That's what the scripture says. And we're going to go to John 15. I told you I'm just bringing scriptures today. We're living in the last and evil days. And if you don't have the evidence of the fruit of the spirit, then you will be deceived. A lot of us have been deceived. I know I have. I've been deceived from the pulpit to the pew, honey. I've been deceived by people that said they was one thing and they fruit showed another. And so I'm going to read that the vine and the branches, this is Jesus speaking. And anytime Jesus is speaking, this is not just biblical, but this is scriptural. This is what Jesus says. This is no, this is what he said out of his mouth. He said, I am the true vine and I'm going to read it all the way through. I want to read it like I, I'm going to read it all the way through because I get excited about it. Then I want to stop and explain stuff, but I'm a, for the sake of time, I'm just going to read through it. It's important for me to read through it. I am the true vine and my father is the husband. Every branch in me that buried not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that buried fruit, he purged it, that it might bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of, its, of itself, except it by, abides in the vine. No more can it except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same bringing forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and it is withered, and man gather them, and cast them into fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in ye, ye can ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. This is Jesus talking. And he's talking about the fruit, having the evidence of uh, of fruit in your life and how God is the, the seer. He is the, he's the gardener and we're abiding in Jesus Christ. And Jesus is saying without him, we cannot do nothing, but, G but God comes and he began to purge us. Listen, if you're a believer today, this is not a one-time thing. You don't get saved and then you sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Your relationship with Christ, your, your commitment to be a Christian is a everyday process. Every day you need to be purged. Every day there's something about you that needs to be taken away. God is the only person that does these things in our life. He sees our hearts because that's the only place that he looks for. He don't look in our minds. He don't look in our words. He goes straight to the heart and he looks in our hearts and he sees those things that are not like him and he purges. He purged our fruit. We're connected to the vine. The vine is Jesus, but God is the gardener and he comes on the vine where me and you and Jesus abides 
and he see the things that are not in our life that cannot bear fruit and he purges. A lot of us are not being purged. And that's keeping us from not only growing, but bearing good fruit. So the only thing we're bearing is the things that are in our hearts. Not only that, but he talks that the word that he has spoken of our life cleanses. us. If you want to be cleansed today, you got to know that you're being cleansed by the word of God. The word of God is described as a, a, a two-edged sword, not just to cut me, but to cut you. So when the word of God comes through, it ain't just cutting on one person, but it's cutting both of us. The Bible talks that it's active, it's alive, it's a two-edged sword, and it gets deep down. It's not no level surface type stuff. It's the inward part of us that God want to deal with. So he purges and he cleanses us through his word. And then he says, if we have to abide in him, that word abide means to say, to reside, to dwell a lot of us do a lot of things and we could disconnect from God all the time. And then we try to come back. The reason why you're not growing and your fruit not well is because you're not staying connected. You're not staying there with him. We have to stay with him in order to go. All this disconnect and connect and this disconnect and it's, it's messing you up. And therefore you cannot bear fruit. Why? Because you're not connected to the vine. You have to stay to the uh, stay connected to the vine. He says that when we abide in him, we automatically abide in his word because he's already spoken. And so we cannot bear fruit of our own. We have to stay connected to God. And so in order, in order for us to have the fruit that we need as evidence that God resides in our life, we got to stay connected. John says, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try every spirit, whether they are a God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. What we're dealing with is a lot of people that are proclaiming to be God sent and their fruit is not that of thereof. And so God is giving us warning. This is in John. If John first John and four, he's given us warning. We need to evaluate everything that we're connected to from the pulpit to the pew. People don't want to talk about the pulpit, but the word speaks clearly when it talks about prophets. Who is a prophet? Somebody that's proclaiming to, to speak on behalf on Jesus Christ, to be an ambassador. These are people that are proclaiming to be what God is sending out into the world. And so we got to try every spirit by the spirit. We got to be able to identify the spirit of God. And the only way you can identify how the spirit of God moves is first, the Holy Spirit has to be in you secondly you got to stay connected to god completely and thirdly you got to be thirdly what was my first one you got to say you have to be connected to the holy spirit and then you have to abide with jesus on the vine and then third i have to think about my third you have to stay connected to his word his word his word re reveals all truth and so we're gonna I'm going kind of fast because you know I'm be trying to get this time. But my my other scripture that I'm coming to is coming from Matthew 7, 15 through 20. And this is where it comes from. It says, Beware a false prophet who comes to you in sheep clothing. I know they're talking a good game. I know it sounds good. I look throughout Facebook on Instagram and I see a lot of people talking, talking about Jesus, but then I see sage, I see um 
I see uh, crystals, I see chakras, I see all these things, and they're mixing up all this stuff with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one day I'm gonna talk about it because I, I can't, I, I cannot not talk about it because it's just something that's relevant. But they mixing all this stuff up, and they, it sounds good. They got a lot of followers. They got people following them, and 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 I've seen big time people following people that's doing sage that's doing the crystals that's doing chakras and and all these things that has not been found in the word of god never never found in the word of god and he's telling us he's giving us warnings in matthew 7 and 15 and 20. he says beware of the false prophet which come to you in sheep clothing they look like us they sound like us he says but the inward they are raving wolves. They just clothing what seem to be sheep clothing, but they're 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 out for blood. They're posing as God's people, but they're deceiving God's people, and they're only in this thing for themselves. Ye shall know them by their fruit. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree, some translations say a diseased tree, bring forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bear forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bring not forth good fruit is held down and cast into the fire. For wherefore by their fruit we should know them. So God, Jesus is saying in this text that no one should be deceived. And it's okay for you to evaluate people that's in your life, whether they're from the, in the pulpit to the pew, you have to evaluate them and look at their fruit. And I look at what they're saying, not looking at how many followers they have, not looking at um, how many people say they like them, but looking at their fruit. The fruit is the evidence. Don't keep talking to me about you being this and that. And when I look at your fruit, your fruit is rotten. Everybody around you got a bad taste in their mouth because they ate from your fruit. That's what you fed them. That's the outcome that they have about you. Now, don't get me wrong. We all, we all fall short of the glory of God, but there should be a consistency in your fruit. There should be a consistency in your fruit. The first thing that Jesus tell us in this text, he tell us to beware. That's a warning. He ain't talking about just our neighbors. He not just talking about people that we know. He talking about the church. He telling us to beware. And so when we get in situations in the church where it looks like we're being mistreated and, and, and this is a big thing that's going on. You ain't never seen a lot of these people that's 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 making a mockery out of God is of those that don't just not connected to God. I try to be careful what I say about people of God because the Bible says to be careful to touch not my anointing. But if what you're saying does not coincide with what the Bible says, then you're not speaking on God's behalf. You are being a false prophet at that moment. You're being, you're speaking things that Jesus, God never told you to take your pulpit and abuse people. He never told you to miss, misguide your people. 
because you want to manipulate them. He never told you to control your people through the word of God. He never told you to manipulate the scripture so that you can get your way in the, full, in the pulpit. He's not just talking about friends and people that we deal with. He's talking about the church as well. Beware. He's giving us a warning. He's saying, pay attention. Pay attention, not with what they're saying, but pay attention to their fruit. Then he talks about the false prophet. He's talking about those that cover up their truth. He's talking about those that pretend to walk in the characteristics of Jesus Christ. And they want to flatter you with their words. People talk a lot of good game. They flatter you. And anytime somebody flatter you, you be cautious. Because flattering is a deceptive of words to confuse you and make you think that this person is really for you or this place is really for you. We've been making decisions on the just the fact that we just want to think the good of other people. Let me tell you, they'll rob you of a lot of things that you don't deserve to be robbed of. Check their fruit. He said, there's evidence. There's no reason for us to be deceived. There's no reason for us to be in unfruitful relationship with nobody, the pastor, the friend, the, the husband, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, nobody. Why? Because he said, if you check their fruit, you should know them. If you want to know what's around you, look at the fruit. If Do they have a consistency of bearing bad fruit with people? And let me tell you, most people that are toxic, they're going to be toxic from their household to out to other people. Not just in their household, but friends, the job, anywhere. Because it's a consistency that you're looking for. He said the evidence is their fruit. He said, this is how we guard ourselves. If you don't want to be deceived by Satan and the people that he's sending to you in sheep clothing, he said, this is how you guard yourself against them. So looking at the fruit is not just the evidence, but it's how we guard ourselves against people that shouldn't be in our life. The people that's going to come in our life and, and, and plant seeds of discord and jealousy and, and, and hatred and all these other things that people bring in our life that that produce bad fruit. He said, this is how we guard ourselves. Not only that, he said that your fruit don't lie. I don't care what you're talking about, but your fruit don't lie. He said, this is how you know them. Meaning that in other words, I can't be deceived if I look at your fruit. Your fruit is the evidence and it can't lie to me. Your fruit won't lie. I know you want to portray that you this type of person, but baby, your fruit not lying. I see the relationship that you have with your kids. I see the relationship you have with your friends. I see the relationship that you have with your entire family. And it's consistent with your fruit that you bearing in their life. Look, your fruit don't lie. Everything, your words might lie, but what I see you burn and what I see in your life is not a lie. And listen, we think if we don't bring fruit, that's a good thing. But the, the uh, scriptures speak clearly about not having fruit. Not having fruit is just, just as bad as bearing bad fruit. And so as we connect with other people, as we have relationship with God, this is a constant thing is that the fruit will be our evidence. It's not just to cast stones at other people, but it's to look within ourselves, to evaluate ourselves and look to see what our fruit look like. And listen, when we read the word of God, it talks about that he comes through and he makes sure that we produce because he cuts off things and he purges things in our life. This is consistent. 
So we shouldn't be prideful. We should be humble. We shouldn't be arrogant. We should be humble. We should be producing love, gentleness, kindness, meekness, all those things that are of the fruit of the spirit. Because when we bear good fruit, that's what we see. We see the fruit of the spirit. And so I just stopped by today to let you know that if you're looking for anything, if you're looking for the evidence of friendship, if you're looking for the evidence of a leader in your life, if you're looking for the evidence if for a spouse or whatever it might be, clearly the Bible says that the fruit is the evidence. We have to be smart. We have to be wise. We have to give, we have to use everything that Jesus has given us through his word to protect ourselves to 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 pay attention to and to 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 move forward i've moved forward in some things that i shouldn't have because i did not look at the evidence i didn't look what was going on in their life i just said okay i'm a good person i'm just gonna think the best i'm gonna give them another chance but that fruit don't lie that fruit don't lie in in order for their fruit change their fruit to change their heart has to change it has to. It says, and he says, wherefore, by their fruit, ye shall know them. If I'm not bearing fruit and I don't bear good fruit, you should make me that. Don't, don't take me as my word. Take me by my fruit. I don't care who it is. Me, whoever, look at my fruit because the evidence is the fruit. And not only is it evidence, but it's to guard ourselves, to keep us out on un, 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 unequally yoked relationships with anybody. We don't want to look at certain things, but God was clear about not just people, but people that come in sheep clothing. Beware. There's a lot of false doctrine out there. There's a lot of falseness going on. In all these platforms that people have not got the proper teaching, people hadn't been under leadership that can teach them, it's a lot going on. All this that I do is in vain if we're not growing and if we're not bearing fruit. We have to. We have to stay connected to the vine. Jesus is the vine and God is the gardener. That's all I have tonight. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. This is not one of these shot you messages. This is one of these studying messages. These are one of the things that we need to, first of all, look in our own life, look at our own fruit, look at what we're producing, look at our life, allow God to come in, be available to God to come into our life and begin to cut us and purge us. I'm available for that. I want to be pleasing in his sight. I want to bear good fruit. And then to also evaluate who and what we're connected to and look at the evidence of the fruit to see if we should be abiding or connecting or residing with those particular people in those particular areas. Listen, I have love for everybody. That don't mean that I can allow you to come in my, my sacred space where I'm growing. Because if you're not growing, then you're going to contaminate my roots. And I can't allow you to contaminate my roots. You got to bear good fruit in order to be in my circle. Listen, to grow. Because if not, weeds choke out 
grass if you're not careful. If you got more weeds and grass and you're not fertilizing your grass, eventually those weeds will take over. And that's not what we want in our life. We want the fruit to be our evidence that we're growing, that we're connected to God, that we can't please everybody, but there should be a consistency of God where you look and you see the fruit of the spirit. That's love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, meekness, and self-control. And don't worry about if you're struggling in that. It's okay to struggle as long as you continue to put forth the effort to grow in the fruit, not the fruits, the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit, which I just quoted, love, joy, peace, long suffering, meekness, gentleness, uh, and self-control. That's all I have tonight. My time is up. I hope that this was a blessing to you. Look, get in this word. I just feel like so many people are being deceived. Um, I wanted to talk about the fruit. Don't let the enemy deceive you and, and, and show you all these people in sheep clothes. I don't have no, no cute cliches for you. I don't have um, nothing that's going to make you just get excited. I ain't got nothing to feed your flesh, but I most definitely got something to feed your spirit. Um, the word of God. We came strictly from the word of God. We came from God's word person where Jesus was speaking to us. And he's saying, beware, beware, pay attention. Why? Because there is somebody that's been sent out in the world to deceive you. And you got to know God's word. You got to stay connected to him. You got to abide in him. And you got to allow him to come in your life and cut you and purge you. Why? So that you can con 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 continue to bear more fruit. That's it, everyone. Thank you for um, joining me tonight. Um, as always, I'm excited about God's word. I'm excited about what God is doing. Thank you. Uh, I see it's people on here. Oh, Kiki said, I promise you be talking to me every day. I'm glad that I am. I'm glad that God is using this to speak to his people. Listen, the fruit is the evidence. We have to have that fruit. You guys, um, thank you for always joining me. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for um, just just being on here tonight. I don't take it for granted. Um, like I said, this wasn't one of those messages where I wanted to shout you. I wanted to get your attention so that you can hear clearly what the word of God says, because we're living in the last and evil days. And I'm going to only speak the truth. Don't, don't let them get you caught up in the chakras and sage and all that kind of stuff. That's why you read the word of God. The Bible says that my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. They won't follow the fabs. They won't follow people telling them, this is how I get my peace. You can get your peace all if you want to. But let me tell you, I ain't never seen no sage deliver me. I'm talking about deliver spirits. Like real grown spirits. And I'm going to be real honest. Sage ain't never did that. Sage ain't never saved my, 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 my spirit, my soul. Sage ain't never gave me my mind back. It was the word of God. It was Jesus that gave me my mind back. That was Jesus that healed my body. Sage wasn't present. Chakras wasn't present. Crystals wasn't present. But the word of God was. And my faith was. And God promised me through his word that he had died for, for, for my body. 
Surely he was wounded for my transgressions and bruised for my iniquities. And by his stripes, I'm healed. And so we have to be clear about what the word of God says. Otherwise, we're being deceived. Look at the fruit. Make sure that they're not telling you stuff. Listen, that's connected to them being prosperous in their ways. Make sure that. Make sure that because a lot of people, when he talk about this, he's talking about these prophets going, but it's about them. No, have nothing to do with you. What I do every day and what I give to people is about their lives. It's about your growth. It's about your prospering with Christ. You growing with Christ. And there's so many doctrines out there. But I'm telling you right here, this won't fail you. This word of God will not fail you. You just need to stay consistent with it. You got to believe it. You got to know it. Otherwise, you'll be deceived. You wouldn't be, I, baby, if I sit up and told you all the things that I've been introduced to, but the spirit of God that lives in me is boldly and it speak boldly and tell them like, I don't need that. Because the Bible tells me the Holy Spirit is going to guide me to all truth. And when it guides me, there's been fruit. I have evidence. I have evidence that I've been healed by this alone. I have evidence that I've been delivered by this alone. I have evidence that my children have been set free and delivered by this alone. There's evidence. It's fruit on that thing. And so I just wanted to come out just to give you warning that the fruit is your evidence. You want to know the truth, find the evidence in the fruit. That's all I have for tonight. Um, you guys, I'm going to pray. Father God, we thank you. We love you on tonight. We thank you for your word, your word that never fails, your word that heals, your word that delivers, Lord God, your word that opened our blinded eyes so that we can see, Lord God, your word that removes scales, Lord God, so that we can get the uncompromising gospel of Jesus Christ, your word, Lord God, that's sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord God, to cut us, Lord God, in the places that no one can reach but you, Lord God, no one can, can deliver us from, Lord God, but you. So we stand on your word today, Lord God, and we pray, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, which you have left with us, Lord God, will continue to guide us in all truth. And when the enemy comes in sheath clothing, Lord God, when he comes with his flattering words to deceive us, Lord God, we ask that the Spirit of God will rise up in us, Lord God, first of all, Lord God, to identify that that's a false prophet, that that's false truth, Lord God, and that we cannot be deceived by your, by your Spirit leading us, Lord God, and guiding us. We pray, Lord God, that you perfect those things which concern us. Lord God, we submit to you and you only. We submit and we connect to the vine, Lord God. And we ask you, Father God, that you will continue to purge us, that you will continue to cut those things out of our life that don't bring your that don't bring glory to your name, that do not produce the fruit that you suggest that we have in our life as Christians, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we abide in you and you in us, Lord God, so that we can continue to bear more fruit, Lord God. We thank you for your word, for your word has never failed us. Your word will never leave us. And it's your word, Lord God, that's going to carry us. We thank you. We love you on today, Lord God. We uh, we pray for anyone that's standing in need of you, Lord God. Meet them where they are, whatever it is, Lord God. Whatever they stand in need of, Lord God. You are our Jehovah Jireh. You will provide, Lord God. You are our Jehovah Shalom. You are the peace that surpasses all our understanding. That God, our hearts and our mind through Christ Jesus. And you are, Lord God, our Jehovah Rapha. You heal every part of us. You heal our mind. You heal our spirit, Lord God. You heal our souls, Lord God. You heal our emotions, Lord God. 
God. You healed our minds, Lord God. And so, God, we ask that you will be all that you have always been in our life. In Jesus' name, we pray and we ask all things. Praise God and amen. My time is up, y'all. I will tell you, sis, be wise. Have understanding. Uh, create your own boldness and seek your own change. I keep saying change. Change. And that's it. That's all I have tonight. Hey, you guys, share this word. This is a good word to share. It's just not one of those fleshy type feeling type message, but I believe that God's all is on this. I believe when you read the scriptures that I gave tonight, it's all on this and it's going to break yokes. It's going to open your eyes. It's going to let you see what's around you, what's bearing fruit around you. If you want to know why things not happening right around your life, maybe somebody's burning and planting bad seeds in your life and you need to uproot them things out your life and not necessary get rid of well get rid of the seed sometimes these people be close family members or something like that and you just can't get rid of get rid of them but you can deny them certain access to you right so we have to be wise in everything that we do but look at your surroundings see what you connected to and what you need to disconnect to give god the okay to come in your life because he's a gentleman he's not going to press upon you give him access to every part of you everything the good the bad and the ugly so that he can come in your life and he can be the gardener and he can begin to cut those things in our life that does not bring glory to his name that really uh make people look at him differently because you out here bearing bad fruit like you can't be doing it it's okay to be wrong and it's okay for you to be corrected a lot of us don't want to be corrected we want to look like we got it all together but the truth is is that we are ratchet and in a wretch we we were wretch undone and we ratchet and we need god to come in our life and cut those things out of our life so that we can look like the fruit that he talks about in his word so that's all i have tonight share this word with somebody share this word so that we won't be lost share this word so that we won't have scales on our eyes and um i speak with boldness against anything that's contrary to the word of god that's who i am I'm not scared uh, to talk about different things that I know that's not of God. I'm not scared. Um, I'm going to talk about it. Um, this is what this platform is for, to speak the truth. And so um, I might lose people by speaking that, but that's okay. I, I don't care about that. I care about the truth. And I know that's what God cares about. And I, and I believe that I've said things in love. It might come off a little harsh, but, you know, hey, sometimes truth hurts. The Bible speaks about it in Proverbs that sometimes truth will create enemies or bring on war. But hey, so be it. I can only give, I can only tell you what God has given me. I've been bold all my life with this word. I can't stop now. We got to do it God's way. That's all I have tonight. Thank you guys for always being on here. Thank you for your um, love, your support. I love you guys. I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love you enough to be corrected and to give correction. We can't fail with the word of God, but without it, we will fail. I love you. You guys have a great night. I see y'all on the first, second, and third Thursday. I won't see you next week. That's my off time. And I'll see you on the first off time in August 8th. The number eight is new beginnings. I don't know if you're looking for a new beginning, but hey, be in this time, be praying for a new beginning, some things that you won't knew. Um, 
because next month is eight, the number eight. We in the we in the number seven. God is completing some things in us. This is number seven. He completing some stuff in us. By the time we get to number eight, we'll be walking in that new beginning. I prophetically speak that over your life in Jesus' name. Good night, you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, watch the replay. I see some more people adding on. Watch the replay. I see you guys. I'm off next Thursday. I'll see you the first, second, and third Thursday of each month. Love you guys. Hey, y'all stay out this Vegas heat in Texas because it's hot out there. Y'all be careful. Drink enough fluids. Stay hydrated. Stay healthy. And I love you. Good night. Bye.